Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I'm so glad that we can study the Bible together. Today, I would like to talk about a very important subject in the Bible. That is, live according to the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can read the Scripture and receive your revelation that comes by the Holy Spirit, Lord. We surrender to you. We come to you with an open heart to hear what you say and to receive the truth into our heart. And please help us, Lord, by your grace to practice what we learn, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I would like to talk about living according to the Holy Spirit. Whether you are a new believer or believer, you are a servant of the Lord. The Bible encourages us to really live according to the leading of the Holy Spirit or walking by the Spirit. Let me start by sharing with you Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10. The Bible says in the book of Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, it says this way, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord. The Bible encourages us not to be sad, to be depressed, do not mourn. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We don't want to live in sorrow or depression. Why? Because sorrow will cause weakness in our life. But joy is a spiritual force. And we are not talking about what people call happiness. People say, I am happy because I ate favorite pizza. I am happy because I watched a program of a sport event. We are not talking about happiness. We are talking about the joy of the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking, but is peace, joy, and righteousness of the Holy Spirit. We want the kingdom of God in our life. We're talking about the joy of the Lord. And this joy comes from Him. It's not just the state of mind or of feeling. It's more than happiness. The joy of the Lord is the quickening of the spirit of life. When the spirit works in you, He gives you joy and He gives you life and strength and makes you strong. It is the strength that comes from the Lord. It is the power and the force from heaven. As you want to walk victoriously and serve God fruitfully, you need the joy of the Lord. When you are experiencing the joy of the Lord, you are testing your future. You are experiencing a little bit of the atmosphere of heaven and the kingdom of God. It is something you will live for eternity. Do you know that heaven is full of joy? No depression there. The scriptures say that in heaven, the Lord is going to wipe away all tears. There will be no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain, no more death in heaven. You will experience the joy of the Lord 
very soon in heaven after you leave this world. But in the meantime, here and now on this planet Earth, we can get a foretaste of the atmosphere of heaven in the joy of the Lord. And when you experience it, it gives life to you, or it quickens you and strengthens you in your spirit, in your soul, in your mind, and in your body. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22, "A merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit." Dries the bone. When you have the joy of the Lord, a merry heart, you will be healthy and strong, and you will look younger than age. The joy of the Lord has a positive effect on your physical body. As joy does positive things to your body, on the other hand, what would sorrow do to you? Sorrow does the opposite to you. Sorrow causes weakness and death. And when something is dying, it's not. Getting stronger is getting weaker, and I don't want you to be weaker. I want you to be strong, even at 95 years old. It is not getting brighter either, and it's fading away. That's why we need to surrender to the work of the Holy Spirit to give the joy of heaven to us. And we don't want to be sorrowful. We want the joy of the Lord to come in to give us strength in our life. God give us freedom of choice. We have choices in our life. We do have a choice, and we can choose to be joyful or to be upset and sad. If you want to live the life of victory, you are supposed to live. You must believe first that you don't have to yield to depression. You don't have to yield to sorrow. You don't need to mourn or grieve day in and day out, week in. And week out, week after week, year after year, you have a choice. You have to make that choice to have the joy of the Lord in you. In other words, you surrender to the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. If you believe that you are a prisoner of your feeling and a victim of your circumstances, you believe a lie of the enemy, and you're going to be stuck with depression, weakness. Sickness and death, the lie of the enemy will keep you in bondage. You should believe in God's truth. The truth says, you were made to be more than a conqueror, and you are an overcomer. Greater is He, the Spirit of Jesus, who is in you, is than He who is in the world. In our life, in our being here, we have three parts. The physical body, which is the tent that our spirit live in, and when I call you James, I call your spirit. The real you is your spirit, and not only that, your spirit has the mind. You have the mind in your spirit, in your being, and you can choose to either surrender your mind to your flesh or your sinful nature, or you surrender your mind to the spirit of God. After you were born again, the Holy Spirit lives in your spirit, and you can choose to either walk by the flesh, or by your sinful nature, or by the spirit. You can make a choice to let the Spirit of God in your spirit control you or lead you. You don't have to think anything that you don't want to think. You don't have to speak anything that you don't want to speak. You don't have to yield. 
to any feeling or emotion that you don't want to. You can choose not to yield to the flesh. You can yield to the Spirit of God. It is a choice. I make a choice to yield to the Holy Spirit, not to my flesh. And this is the truth in the Bible. When you believe this truth, this truth will make you free. Romans chapter 8 verses 5 to 6 say, For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The word carnal has to do with flesh or meat. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Can you choose what your mind is focusing on? Yes, you can. You cannot control everything that is happening around you. You cannot control everything that is happening in the world, in your city, and in your country. You cannot control everything that other folks or your friends or your children and your grandchildren do. You don't have the power con to control other people. God does not, and you can't either. If you try to control other people, you are practicing witchcraft. It has nothing to do with God. You want people to do right thing or to do good, and sometimes it is frustrating when they don't want to do the right thing. Have you ever felt that way, that when you see your friends and your relatives do wrong thing and you feel so bad, you cannot tell them what to do, and you cannot force them? Now, we want to be spiritual people. What does it mean to be spiritual people? It means you allow the Holy Spirit in your spirit to control your mind, your flesh, your physical body, your words, or your mouth, your tongues. There are a lot of ideas concerning this idea about being spiritual. Being spiritual is not a thing that nobody can discern. Spiritual Christians don't fuss, don't fight. They refuse to get in strife. They don't hold grudges. They don't stay bitter. Many people think that when they pray in tongues a lot and quote a bunch of scriptures, they are spiritual. It's not true. The believers in the church at Corinth were tongue talkers. They had many gifts of the Holy Spirit, but Paul called them baby Christian or immature Christian or carnal Christians. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, this is what Paul say. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babies in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and division among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Paul considered the Corinthians Christian spiritual babies or carnal Christians because of their fighting, envy, jealousy, strife, and faction. We 
Don't need to be that way. Even though we speak in tongue, it doesn't mean that we yield to the Holy Spirit or walk by the Spirit. We need to develop our spiritual life by yielding to the Spirit and to the Word of God. We grow in love and we grow in faith. And in order to develop our spiritual life, we need to have discipline to concentrate on what the Holy Spirit wants to do. How can you do that? How can you? Yourself out of strife. How can you get away from holding grudges when people have done terrible things to you? How can you not yield to your carnality or the flesh or the sinful nature? You make decision. I'm gonna listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in your spirit will tell your mind to love, to forgive by faith. Your forgiveness has nothing to do. With how you feel, you make a choice to yield to the Holy Spirit. I love your enemy. The devil will tell you it's impossible to do that, but the devil is a liar. You have to choose not to look at negative things, think about negative things, nor talk about them, but you yield to the Holy Spirit to think positive about people, to forgive, to love people. You choose to forgive by faith and by the love of God, and you cast all of your cares upon the Lord, and you believe the Lord will take care of this problem. Even though that person tried to hurt me, the Lord will take care of the situation for me. I trust Him. I'm gonna forgive that person. You should not stay in the channel of the flesh or of the carnality. If you don't change the channel and you stay in the flesh. You will not be able to stay in peace. You will not be able to stay in joy, and in the Holy Spirit, you would think and talk night and day about what those people did to you, how bad it is, what they took from you, and you will not be able to be victorious and have the strength and joy. You will be bitter and sad, and you will lose your strength. And you use your life to really sin against God and bring death to your life. You will not be spiritual, or you will not yield to the Holy Spirit, but you yield to your carnality. All of us have made mistake in this area. I myself sometimes yield to my flesh, and I make mistake as well. But I have to shake myself up and say, "I'm gonna change the channel. I'm not gonna stay in the flesh. I'm gonna yield to the Holy Spirit." I'll Forgive people and love people. When you are carnal, you are not spiritual, and you care about the things of the flesh, and that is the natural realm. When you your mind is on the things of the Holy Spirit, you are spiritual. Does it matter whether you think on the the flesh or you think on the things of the spirit? What you think on. Is the matter of life and death. When a person is carnally minded, or the mind is controlled by the sinful nature, he thinks about the things of the natural and of the flesh. He is going to sorrow and be depressed, which is opposite to joy and peace. What is sorrow going to do to you? It is going to be working death and weakness in you. It is going to be draining you. And to cause you to be weaker and weaker, and to fade away. 
To be carnally minded is death. You should get your mind out of the things of the flesh and put your mind on the Holy Spirit. It is like getting hold of a live electric wire. When you put your mind on the Holy Spirit, yield to the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit control you. The current of His life, His grace, His favor, His power will flow into your life and into your spirit. His life will positively affect your body. Your emotion and your mind. Does it matter what you think on and talk about? Yes. Is what you talk about your choice? Yes, it is your choice. Isaiah 26 verses 3 to 4 say, "You will keep you mean God will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Jah." The Lord is everlasting strength. You see, if you keep your mind on the Holy Spirit, you can have peace. You can have strength, and the anointing, and power, and grace, and victory. Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 to 26 say, "But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh, for the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh." For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. Your flesh may be pleasing to do something, but you say no. I say no to the flesh. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy. Outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like this, of which I forewarned you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. If you want to receive the kingdom of God into your life, faith, love, power, fruitfulness, grace. Favor of God, wisdom from God. You should not walk in the flesh, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit, which means the Holy Spirit. Let us not become boastful. Challenging one another, envying one another, my brother and sister, to be boastful, to be prideful, to put other people down, to criticize other people, and being envious—all the work of the flesh. You know, my brother and sister, if I'm going to choose a pastor, I look for character more than power, because people can be speaking in tongue and have so, so much power in them. But if they walk in the flesh, their flesh will affect me and my kids and my grandchildren. So, I just talked to Pastor Dad this morning, my wife. That I'm not really looking for signs and wonders only. Yes, I love signs and wonders, but the most important thing to me is that I am the spiritual man, and we are the spiritual church. We surrender to the Spirit of God, and we want to have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. 
Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 to 10. Brother, even if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, who are spiritual mean you who surrender to the Holy Spirit, yielded to the Holy Spirit, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness. Each one looking to yourself so that you too will not be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. The law of Christ means love God and love one another. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But each one must examine his own work and then he will have reason for boasting in regard for himself alone and not in regard to another. For each one will bear his own load. The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him, which means that you need to take care of your pastor and teachers on the area of their physical need. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit, capital S, Spirit, will form the Spirit, reap eternal life. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people and especially to those who are of the household of the faith. In conclusion, the Bible says clearly, you choose to walk by the flesh, or walk by the Spirit. And if you walk by the Spirit, you have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You will control your flesh. I want to encourage all of you. You may be a worker in the church, worship leader, or you may be a pastor, a preacher, evangelist. You may be so anointed. You're so powerful. You lay hands on people. People fall under the power. You lay hands on the sick. They get healed. But don't forget this. It's not enough just to have the power. You need to walk by the Spirit. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Don't let your flesh rise up in you. Don't put your mind on the things of the flesh. Envy, jealousy, competition, boasting, promoting yourself, money, and reputation. All these things are the works of the flesh. We should be pure. We should be spiritual. And we should be like Jesus Christ. Grow up spiritually Live a life that is yielding to the Holy Spirit all the days of our life until we meet the Lord. I want to encourage you to be spiritual people. Amen. God bless you. I pray that you will be spiritual Christians, not carnal Christians. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you, strengthen you, give you grace to be spiritual believers. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.